Welcome to another episode of the Bandage Podcast, a weekly wrap-up of the most trending healthcare news. Each week, we'll discuss the latest in healthcare, health IT, and compliance. In this week's special holiday episode, we discuss some of the biggest healthcare advancements and data breaches from 2021. Let's wrap things up. This is episode 118 for the week of January 3rd. I'm Matt Moneypenny. And I'm Albert Battistelli. Welcome to the special holiday episode of The Bandage, the first episode of 2022. Before we get started, our diagnosis code of the week is F40.240, claustrophobia. Ah. Mmm. All those crowds. You know, all those New York crowds. Yeah. You know, Albert, it's good to see the crowds of people back in Times Square because last year it couldn't happen. Last year was pretty bleak. I'm not going to lie. Last year was like dystopian. It was dystopian. <laughs> it was pretty pretty weird. The celebration was not, it wasn't really a celebration. It was like, oh, wow, we're still in this pandi- pandemic. This pandemic. Right, right, the pandy. Never forget. Never forget. Anyways, hopefully you weren't feeling claustrophobic in the crowds. And if you right. were, there is a diagnosis code for that. So, Or even over family like holiday gatherings. Sometimes those houses you meet at grandma's house can be small and the whole family tries to pack in there for dinner and you're like, I can't get, I can't breathe. I wonder if there's a diagnosis code for hate towards in-laws. Ooh, interesting. Probably. I bet there is. Probably. In-law related injury or something. Gotta be. Unspecified, in- <laughs> unspecified <laughs> in-law. Could be the unspecified in-law, brother-in-law, initial encounter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's get on to the news. First up, U.S. faces major healthcare worker crisis. The United States has been facing a major shortage of healthcare workers since before the start of the pandemic, and it's only grown worse in 2021. With an increase in patients from COVID-19 patients, a large aging population, and people who delayed services during the pandemic, more workers are needed. But many health professionals are now of the retirement age and phasing out of their positions. The pandemic also increased rates of burnout within healthcare. Before the pandemic, burnout rates were around 40% of physicians. Now, between 60 and 75% of physicians report feelings of burnout. Around 20% of healthcare workers have quit during this period. Another cause for the lack of staff is that travel nursing assignments were paying huge wages during the pandemic, some paying over $9,000 per week. This caused hospitals to lose regular nurse staff, and travel nurses could afford to take time off after their high-paying assignments. Vaccine requirements have also led to the suspension or firing of more healthcare workers, and some are choosing to quit altogether instead of receiving the vaccine. For instance, Erie County Medical Center placed 5% of its hospital staff on leave when they missed New York's vaccine deadline. This forced the hospital to halt elective surgeries and cut back on services altogether. Mm-hmm quite the predicament with That's the true. healthcare place. It's a shame that those of us who should be, you know, all four vaccines aren't. Of course, there's a lot of politics involved with that, so we won't go that there, far into it. There are that aspect, but there's also the aspect of, well, there's burnout. There's there's people. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not enough people and the people who are there are tired. They've been doing it a yeah. long time and it's not an easy time to be in the healthcare industry. And hey, I don't blame them. If if I was an old doctor, an old nurse, and the pandemic happened, I oh. would get through the pandemic and then be like, all right, I'm out. This is done. Bye. I'm done. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to move to Florida. And uh, that's a right. wrap for my professional career. So I don't yes. blame them. Yep. But hopefully Agreed. something can happen. 
seems like we need some uh, some more motivation to get into the medical world from yeah. a college student perspective. Maybe medical schools should cut back on how over the top they are with their acceptance rates because they're so low, right? So competitive. Maybe they should loosen that up a little bit. But you know, yep. who am I? I'm just a patient. I'm just a guy. Yeah, I'm just a guy. I just show up. All right, next up. Can't keep up with COVID-19 changes. This year, changes have been made across the country regarding COVID-19 mandates, vaccinations, and variants. At the start of the year, most social distancing and mask mandates were still in place. While states and businesses started to lift restrictions after high rates of vaccinations, many businesses now recommend masks and social distancing again. This was in response to the contagious Delta variant. Now, the Omicron variant has countries restricting travel of tourists. In August, the United States Food and Drug Administration approved the first COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer-BioNTech. This comes eight months after it was first authorized for emergency use in the U.S. Booster shots have also become available, specifically following the new Omicron variant. The booster was first recommended for immunocompromised patients and healthcare workers, but has since been recommended for all adults over 18. Vaccines have also begun in children as the vaccine has been studied further. It's pretty crazy to see the progress in the vaccine that has happened. Right. In terms of, not just in terms of, you know, I mean, we could talk about how it's helpful in fighting sure. COVID-19, but also just the fact of how far it, it, it's progressing. I mean, it's been, right. it's only been a year and there's been three new vaccines and yep. boosters on top of that, which is pretty yep. incredible. And now there's like a pill that's going to be coming soon to like help. Oh, there's a pill? There's going to be a pill. I mean, it's only after you get, like, I guess after you get COVID and you're in the hospital, they can prescribe you a pill that'll help, like, take care of this. Like, I know. But it's just, yeah, science moves quick, and it's pretty cool to see how quickly it, it moves. It takes a while to get it developed. Once it's developed, it's ready to go. Exactly. Got manufacturers on deck. It also feels like this was years ago. Like, it, when we're talking about, like, the Pfizer, the first Pfizer vaccine, that feels mm -hmm. like it was forever ago. But really, no, it not does. that long ago. It was only a few months ago. Right. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Next up, Amazon expands healthcare offerings across the country. In March, news of Amazon's app-based healthcare service for employees expanding nationwide caught big attention. At the time, Amazon Care was only available to the tech giant's Washington-based employees, but it geared up to offer the service to the rest of its U.S. workers. As part of the expansion, Amazon Care would provide telehealth to its employees in all 50 states. The launch would be the first time that Amazon put a stake in the ground in healthcare delivery, not just pills and devices. Hey. So, you know, this is nice. I mean, obviously sure. it's good It's good for the employees of Amazon. I mean, Maybe. There's the, whole, there's the whole thing with Amazon in the background that they, people say that they're like modern sweatshops. But, right. you know, getting healthcare is good. But I think the bigger picture is they're offering it to their employees to say, hey, we care about your employees. But really, they're beta testing this to offer it. Oh, for across sure. The nation. For 100%, sure. 100%. That's right, Bezos. I'm on to you. Amazon's got its hands in everything. We'll all be in space soon. Well, I'm maybe. on. Well, he'll be in space. He right. said something recently that was like, what? He was like, I see the future where everyone's in space and people come to Earth to visit on vacation. And it's like, of course you say that because. Right. You're like, you can afford that vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just funny. The thought process is wild. And with that, let's go into our next segment. B-R-E-A-C-H. Breach Patrol. It's a breach. All of the latest cybersecurity breaches. Welcome to Breach Patrol. We talk about the latest breaches all across the world. But in this special episode, we're going to talk about 
some of the biggest ones that happened in 2021 and what the impacts were. So let's go back and forth. I'll this is not a one. list you, you want to be one? on. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just want to like preface this with, if you're on this list, shame. Like <laughs> <laughs> This is, well, yeah, it's not a good list. So Tighten you say your the security. first one and I'll say the second one. And we'll okay, I'm going to try. Excelion, December 2020 to January 2021, there were at least 25 large organizations impacted. Dun, dun, dun. Next up, the Kroger Company. January 23rd, 2021, over 1.4 million customers impacted after Excelion breached. Wow, Ooh. what a tie-in. Yep. All right, Florida Healthy Kids Corporation, January 29th, 3.5 million individuals exposed. Dun, dun, dun. Hopefully that's not all kids. That's right. Yikes. And then, of course, comes Park Mobile, March. 21 million users information accessed. Dang, it's getting worse. Yeah. All right, here's a big one. Facebook in April, 533 million users data leaked. Wow. Oops. Then, of course, we have the social media giant as well. In the business world, LinkedIn in April, 500 million users data stolen. And in June, 700 million users data stolen. That's Dang. a lot of users. April and June. users. Jeez. Also, it happened in April. Like, how did it happen again in June? Get it together. April Fools. Just right. kidding. You <laughs> are the fools. Big time. Right. All right. Next up, Colonial Pipeline. Never forget. The Colonial Pipeline. <laughs> April 29th. 100 gigabytes of data stolen. Only 100 gigabytes of stolen, but millions of gasoline gallons. Held hostage. Not delivered. Yep. Held hostage. Right. <laughs> Under the gun. Right. For real. And then, of course, we have the 2020 Eye Care Network on May 24th, over 3.2 million individuals affected, mm. which, you know, these last few breaches don't seem that crazy after. Right. We, we really, on, we really ramped up bad. in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah, we really, yeah, we really did. All right. Forefront Dermatology, July 8th, over 2.4 million patients and employees impacted. Whoa. Oh, but here's a big one. Here's a big one. We're going to wrap right, it up with here this. It is, yep. The final one is Twitch in October. Five billion records leaked, including wow. pay stubs of some of those streamers. So watch out, everybody. That's insane. That's the that's a year in breaches, folks. That's not a list you want to be on how next year. How many? I wonder how many total. Uh, the big takeaway from this segment is protect your data, change on, your passwords, guys. put two-factor authentication, and then stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. Say it every week. And that's it. And that's it for this year's final wrap-up of 2021 Healthcare News. I'm Albert Battistelli. And I'm Matt Moneypenny. And we'll see, we'll you, see next. you next week. Thank you for listening to the Bandage Podcast produced by eTactics.